Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of Dork Trek. We are, I guess, a skeleton crew. Is Manny joining us, too? Is that who the third member is, a fourth member? But myself and Anton and Ben and maybe fourth. If he's Hello. Manny, maybe he, we're, I'm, I'm adjusting the signal. Come in, Manny. I don't see. I, I am. Ah. I almost oh, lost you in the pattern buffer. There you go. Better make sure you guys don't see me because I got no pants on. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, so there's the four of us. Uh, I want to say uh, it was cool because we, we've been getting some actual feedback from the the panel that we did at uh, the, the con, and, and most of it has been surprisingly positive. I, I was a little concerned about that. It was a little overly positive. Uh, did we go to the same panel? Maybe they're killing us with kindness is what you're saying. Like, oh, you guys are such experts on Star Trek. I, I th- See, I was going for more. It may be a trap. It's uh, like, oh, oh, you did it real good. Come on to new, new con. <laughs> Come on out, you're a Star Trek expert. Oh, yeah, we're gonna With have bulletin head. We're gonna have a really great uh, Star Trek panel at the uh, Pain Con that we're having at my house. <laughs> it's gonna be really awesome. The Torture Con. That's uh, gonna be really awesome. Uh, torture Con. Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, we have many guests lined up for Kill Ben 2016. <laughs> you should come out. It's great. We've got Ben McCormick. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Ben McCormick. We've got Bob France and Ben McCormick and. We're going to murder all of you. I mean, really roll out the red card. <laughs> hey, welcome to KiltCon 17. Woo! It's been cool. I mean, like, I'm excited. We got some nice feedback, so it makes, yeah. it makes me want to do another panel. And I will say, like, I, I said it before and I'll say it again, Ben's jokes went over. Like, I mean, they were just smoking. Like, you were on fire in that room. It was great to listen to. They were my people. Why am I doing the voice? I have I no know, idea. I don't know why you're doing the count. I don't know why you're doing the count. I still I, I, I get out of it. Especially like the number one requested thing I saw was uh, the Twain voice. Yes. Mark Twain is great. Yeah, the Mark Twain is great. Um, so I've actually gathered several. I've got like the autobiography of Mark Twain. I've got uh, Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer. I've, maybe maybe, what, maybe what you could do is um, – for the next show for 2000 or excuse me for 202 because this is 201 for mm-hmm. 202 you can read like a passage beforehand just record it yourself and then we'll put it before the pod you can have it like a little after like a little five minute thing after the end of the podcast yeah, 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 yeah. stick around stick around because we're going we're gonna to be joined by um mark twain's <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll update all the stories to uh, star trek technology or just read like Star Star Trek novels in Mark Twain voice. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Actually, that's really good. Just yeah. read like the last, like you know, read like two pages, and we can just do. It I'll, I'll just do uh, the entire thing of Strangers from the Sky. Yeah, Manny, last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Wow, well, was I'm a, sorry. A how was uh, how was Gunpalooza? Uh, it was it was all right. You uh, were... I, saw, I saw Rand Paul. Oh, was nice. Cool. How was. Hey. You look really nice. You were about an hour away from me. No shit, really. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of mullets. I found out. 
a lot of mullets and uh, bad odor. It was just body odor. <laughs> Kentucky is is a strange place. And when I first moved to, when I first moved here uh, to the Cincinnati area, we lived in Kentucky and people in Ohio would make fun of Kentucky. And I was like, that's so weird because everybody I know makes fun of Ohio. Like they just like, Oh, your, your rivers are on fire and Ohio's a shithole and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's kind of mean because you know, why are you making fun of Kentucky? They seem like a good, you know, uh, people of the earth, like people mm-hmm. of salt, but then you move away and you're like, wow, those people are fucking, Maniacs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky's a it's a strange place, man. It's it's a very weird place because there. I mean, in Louisville, like the no no no, no 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 Louisville. It's Louisville. 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 Lo- I can't fucking say it. Louisville. Because I used to call it Louisville, and all the the Kentuckians were like, no no no, it's Louisville, and I was like, Louisville. Right. Well, in Louisville, the women are pretty fucking hot, but I yeah, I gotta tell you. The men, not so much. They're yeah, not they're, that hot. They're, uh, and Louisville's supposed to be a cool town, like very, yeah. very with it. It's, it's very hipster-like. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It is. But it was a lot of fun. Um, I, missed, I missed out on uh, Donald Trump. I just want to see him, uh, you know, stand there and talk about guns. We're going to build all these great guns. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> We're going to have the best people build the best guns. Now yeah. you really have, are you going to make tiny guns for his, for his little hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool, man. That's awesome. a lot of yeah. yeah I, I didn't get it. I, I wasn't on the political side. I was more just there the, to the gun side. Yeah, the gun side. Yeah, I don't care about your politics, fools. Just want no. your guns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was cool, man. There's lots lots of weird people. Uh, there's a lot of you know uh, anti President Obama. You know, anti Hillary Clinton. People here, people here really care about abortion. Like I didn't know that that many people really cared. Like this is that that area, man. Like you see more stickers on cars, like Uh, the Bible Belt. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know it went that high up. But a lot of people here care about abortion. Like I don't give a shit either way. Like because the way I look at abortion, it's like I was telling my mom this. It's either are you going to be mad because someone's a murdering whore, or you go, or are you going to be mad because (laughs) there are leeches on society taking money to feed that welfare baby? Like which one do you want? Like how are you going to? How are you going to shame them? If that makes sense, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to shame them for being a loose whore, or do you want to shame them for being like a, a burden on the state? Like, how do you want this to shake out here? I don't think anybody should shame whores. That's just not cool. No, but I mean, like, but it's weird because the Republicans try to get it both ways, and a lot of times they do. You know, it's like, well, you're you're a whore if you get an abortion. You're 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 a murderer whore, or you're a leech who's sponging off hardworking taxpayers like you and me. My tax money, hard work, man. I'm still pissed off at the uh, Republicans, though, because I used to listen to Hannity and Limbaugh and, and talks and all that, and they kept saying that if we elected back in you know '08, if we elected Obama, there were going to be you know mandatory abortions and there were going to be death panels and we we're going to round up yeah. people and kill them. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, sign me up!" <laughs> you know, I voted for him twice. Okay. Where are my death panels? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, time's right now. There ain't no death panels. Fuckers lied to me, so I'm not voting for a Republican again if that's the kind of lies they're going to be spreading. It's, 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 weird. it's weird, too, because if you, if you really think about it, like, not to get all political and stuff, but... But let's get political. How much has your life changed either way? 
Like if yeah. if a Republican's nope. in office and the Democrats are like, it's all kind of the same. It thing. really has not changed at all. You know, it's like they're not. No. They're the, the idea of like like small uh, government Republican is just like that's just they just want to spend tax dollars on different things like Democrats want to have like social programs for like schools and and welfare and stuff like that. Republicans just want to build bombs and guns and machinery. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it's just like a different, you know, it's it's just, it's just different. You're just spending money differently. That's all. Gary Johnson, 2016. I believe, I believe the expression is meet the uh, new boss, same as the old boss. But anyway, yeah. We digress. Let's let's so with the let's other boss, Mr. Cisco. He's at thong to thong thong thong. Yes, that one. <laughs> I, I, I waited seven years of this damn show for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally song, here. He'd be loving way after. He, he's on the SS Drew Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I, you know, I watched this episode about a week ago, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I forgot most of it. I, you know, I, I, I kind of know what happens. I forgot most of it. I, just, I mean, I literally, like, when the picture came on and it was like, hi, Bob, that thing happening, that was, I had just turned off the uh, Xbox. <laughs> okay, and done. And when I started watching it, I couldn't remember watching this originally, uh-huh. except for the, the, the little uh, MacGuffin about the uh, locket. The cousin thing? The cousin thing, yeah. yeah. That, that was Once I saw that, I was like, oh, I remember that particular thing. Because Everything like, else, um, not so much. Yeah. Because this episode, it's it's interesting. Like, it's, you know, Anton, do you have notes? Like, loose notes? I have loose notes. Loose note away, friend. All right. So, I mean, we kind of take off um, in this episode, and uh, Odo is showing up at uh, Court's Place. And uh, and he's there because these two, um, I think, I wrote it down, but I don't remember what the hell they were called. But I think they were like Miradormans or Maradoms or That's something. That's close, close. They're twins. Yeah. They're but, twins. Yeah. And, but not really because one of them's kind of fat and the other one's not. I don't well, know. they're not identical. It's like, it's like twins, the movie, yeah. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was played by the same actor, though. Wait a minute, so you're telling me that Danny DeVito was one of these guys and Arnold Schwarzenegger is the other one? No, no, not the same actor. Because <laughs> oh, oh, okay. that'd be a really big cameo. I don't know why they would push that more, especially in, what, 95? Like, that would they be were a big... on fire right there. That would be I, would, I would have thought they would have spent their whole budget yeah, just that'd for been a big, cameo. Yeah, that would be a big Mac get. Who, who so, was it? Fleetwood Mac wasn't available. Uh, I hate Fleetwood uh, Mac. I hate him. Um... So, uh, so Odo shows up and he's looking for these two twin guys. Um, What's and, up, twin uh, guys? He's looking for twin guys. Double uh, mint twin. <laughs> um, so Quirk is like, um, you know, they, there's, they're over there. They're at the bar. Like, this is what's going down. And there's this other cat that's at the bar. Um, and he's kind of chatting some people up. And, uh, you know, Quirk heads over to the hall suite. And he tells Ron to bring up some drinks. Bring some drinks over. Hey, 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 let's have a drink. Have a drink. Drinks, drinks are on the house. Drinks are on the house. Drinks, drinks are on the house. Drinks on the house. On the house. No, 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 no. Your money's no good. No, 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 Get us a drink. Get us a drink. No, 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 no. Get us drinks are on the house. Drinks are on the house. I haven't seen Goodfellas in a really long time. Billy Bats. Billy fucking Bats. 
So in classic Odoo fashion. Uh, Told him to go home and get his fucking shine box. Motherfucking <laughs> And this keep case, Odoo is the shine box. Keep him here. Wait, wait. So you're saying that the Nero was Odo? <laughs> he could. He did. Nero was everybody. That would be Odo cool was too. everybody. Yeah. I thought they do have the same facial structure. <laughs> Odo became the shine box, right? Yeah. <laughs> So Joe Pesci showed up with Odo. <laughs> this is the first time I think that Odo changed into something not uh, chair related. Chair related, like he turned into something kind of useful. But why? Uh, would- yeah, put your lips on me. I'm a cup. <laughs> I was thinking though, why not just knock Rom out and become Rom? Yep. He doesn't do people well. <laughs> he's he's like he's the Hitler of shit, shit of uh, shape changes. I just don't do people well. I do really good landscapes and chairs, not so much. Not- <laughs> he, he's like he's like Rob Leefield. He he doesn't anatomy is not his strong point. But again, no. Why you would be a lot more effective as an actual thing with arms and legs that could stop someone as opposed to a glass sitting hey, on. Hey hey hey! hey. A, a, ch- a chair's got legs. <laughs> Chair's got legs. Four of them. How many you got, buddy? Ben, are you wearing? Ben, are you wearing a kilt? Do you have a ponytail? Like, did you just have one? I got a clip-on ponytail. <laughs> Came in from Amazon today. But yeah, it was very strange. Odo didn't turn into a, a chair or a picture. He turned into a glass. A glass. A square glass. A square yeah. glass. My mom had these glasses for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Great mom glasses. No, we had these glasses because I searched every outlet store in the state of Alabama until I found them. I think my mom got them at like Upton's way back in the day. Remember Upton's? Do you guys have Upton's? It's, it was a store. It was like a really shitty um, like pennies that used to be where Jerry's Artorama is. Okay. On Pembroke. They're not on Pembroke on uh, – not Pembroke. What's the name Princess of that? Princess Anne. No, not Princess Anne. We're next to Five Guys where Comic Kings used to be right there. Okay. Uh, Holland? No, not Holland. What's the name of that road? Uh, Providence. Providence. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was a... That's where Jerry's is, yeah. yeah. It was a Bradley's, and then Bradley's went away, and then it turned into an Upton's. And then Upton's went away, and now it's like a Jerry's. I wonder if it's, that's the same Upton as what they named the street behind my house for. We used to call it when I was a kid, and I didn't know what it meant then, but I thought it was funny. We called it Up the Buttons, like Up the Butt, because, but we didn't know why that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. Okay, so seriously. Uh, serious, in the innocence of sodomy. Yeah, just, no, no, it was just because we would say Up, up, up the Butt. Okay, <laughs> but I, I have a why or what it meant. I, I have a quick question on that, just yes. because you brought it up. All right, do you say Up the Butt or In the Butt? When you refer to something engaging with the butt, you do it's directional related. Yeah, um, uh, weirdly, I was thinking the same thing, Manny. Yeah, yeah, it's directional. Yeah. So if I'm coming from below, going up, oh, it's up the butt. Up the butt. Yeah, yeah. But if you're coming from the front, yeah, if you're just laying down and I go inside you, then that's in the, in butt. the butt. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. So if, if, you, if you put your foot up. So if you, right, so, so ben, if you were to like sit down on my dick, <laughs> technically I'm going up your butt. <laughs> but you're going down my dick. You know, I'm, I'm just wondering if you know, like you're threatening your cellmate and you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you in the butt or I'm going to do you up the butt. I think, up, I think up sounds more violent. 
mm-hmm. in that in like a threatening sense. I think I, I've heard this term on other podcasts, and they were saying up the butt, and I've always heard in the butt. Yeah, I'm gonna do you in the butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what in the butt? Yeah, yeah I would say in. I so say, anyway, yeah. Continue. Yeah, I, I I have a mental image of you sitting on my dick. Whoa. <laughs> That's really hot. I like how all this comes out when Jenny's not around because they don't. God, and she never listens to the show. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> to be fair, neither do I. I oh. listen to. I, you know what? To be honest, I listen to it all the time. I constantly listen to this podcast. It just makes me sad that I'm not hanging out with you guys when I listen to it. So I just enjoy the moment that I have with you each week. I think, oh. I, I think that's the reason why I listen to it, so I can reminisce about friendship. And, air, and and part of it is too like an air check. I just want to see if how it sounds and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or I just love the sound of my own voice. I can't figure out which one it is. Yeah, right. When I first started doing this show, that's what my rule was, is I didn't listen to any podcast that I wasn't on. <laughs> that I wasn't on. So, I mean, if, if I were on it, then I would listen to it so I could hear myself and make sure I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I listen too, to make sure I don't sound like a complete moron. Mm-hmm. And about half the time, I'm I'm satisfied. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to sound half retarded, and half the time I'm good. Yeah, so I'm half the time I sound retarded. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, so yeah, so he turns into a glass, and they bring it into a room. Right. What and the hell was that? My cat's just decided to jump onto a giant paper bag. Okay. Running around like friggin' idiots. I was trying to figure out whose house that was coming from, and I, ho- I was hoping it wasn't mine. <laughs> was like, oh, <laughs> sorry guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, my closet's locked up. Hey, Bobby, yours was, you know, it lights up whenever the person's making sound, and your screen was the only one lit up. So. Oh, my. There's this, there's this ghost in here. Zoinks. 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 Hold on. But um, so yes, yeah. these twin guys—they're trying to—they're uh, trying to sell this like uh, this like little egg thing. Yo, check this walking space fabricating egg over here. Yo, I just totally pulled this out of my brother's bunghole. <laughs> it was up his fucking butt. <laughs> no, no, in it was in his. Oh, butt. Was it in his butt? It was up his butt. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Gonna was up his butt. Either one works. I think it's effective either way. Like we both, they, everybody's gonna know that it was inside of him somehow. It was inside his anus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, you wanna buy this egg? So they're trying to sell this egg, and um, surprisingly, it doesn't smell like poop. Which I don't know how that happened. We must have coated it in something. But I mean, with smoke. The market, he, had a, he had a colon cleanse right before. <laughs> the market for poop smelling eggs just ain't what it used to be, you know. You can squeeze some lemon on it. Squeeze some lemon on it. It'll, it'll, it'll come right out. And you know, if it does smell like poop, nobody's going to want to steal it from you because, you know, because it's been kind of ruined at this point. <laughs> and speaking of stolen, Cork is a, it's weird. He kind of is, he's acting real cagey. He's like, um, He's like, this thing is uh, is hot. Might be stolen, you know. I don't know. Which uh, is surprising for Quark to say. Yeah, it's really weird. It's it's out of character. Um, but he's you know he's concerned. He thinks and he's like, dude, um, that was up your brother's ass. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you have a receipt up your brother's ass too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <a bill> of sale. <laughs> Something. Hang well, on. Yes, yes, I do. Hang on. We got to change the paper spool. Give it a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
I mean, it makes you wonder how many people show up at Quark's bar in the open in front of everybody and are just like, hey, I want to sell this goofy shit. Like, you want to buy it? I mean, maybe it's kind of uh, pawn shoppy, like Quark was the original pawn star. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know, if, I, I'm mm-hmm. not an expert in fabrication, <laughs> <laughs> but I got a friend. And Rob is Chumley. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, he's, he mentions that it was taken in like a raid um, that was like a couple of, you know, a couple of light years away from there. And, uh, raid. and one of the two dudes is like, oh, screw you, man. He like grabs him and he's like, we'll just find another buyer. Like, it don't matter. And, and it's uh, just not stolen. We got this. But I think Quark is like trying to use the fact that he knows it's stolen as like leverage. Because he's like, uh, you'll find another buyer who doesn't ask questions, like question mark. You know, he's kind of... Uh, I think he actually said question mark, too. It's, he, yeah. misread the, he misread the script like Ron, <laughs> like Ron Burgundy did. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> question mark? Can we cut that? Now the other guys, the other actor started speaking too fast, and we spent all the budget on Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, so... <laughs> Yes, it's just gonna have to stay. That's uh, an Faberge egg. Uh, the nerds are gonna have a great time with this one on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> These episodes were airing at the peak of AOL, by the way. Nice. Yeah, they were doing AOL interviews with the actors and stuff. Really? Oh yeah. That's, That's interesting. Cool. The the producers would show up and give behind the scenes talks and stuff. AOL still a thing, but now it's like Yahoo, isn't it? Like it's like a Yahoo news page or something. I, I honestly, it's it's been so long. I know I, I still find people who are paying or used to pay for it, and whenever I do house calls for tech, and they'd be like, "No, no, 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 you have broadband. You're paying for Cox. Don't need the AOL anymore. <laughs> but I need, I need my email address. But no, but that's how I get to the internet. I click on. Oh, the AOL. How am I supposed to say ASL to chicks, man? <laughs> I need my AOL. I'm still waiting for that girl from the chat room to send me that photo, man. It's still uploading. <laughs> 1994. I remember those days. Danny's hard drive. Remember that one? I've got about that much picture. <laughs> I'm at like, 30, I'm at like 38%, man. Hey. I'm at the good part. I'm good. I'm good. Yep. <sighs> I remember those days of the internet machine. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yep. So Down, downloading pictures for five minutes. Yeah, and like yeah. when when your porn wasn't videos, it was just like it was like a flip book. Like you could put yeah. a flip book and be like this is so hot. But yeah, <laughs> it took forever to masturbate. Yeah. I don't know how we how we survived. It was great, man. I had a lot of good times. <laughs> I know. I remember accidentally um, charging my parents' credit card or something, <laughs> and and they fucking call. They they they, they pulled me aside and said, uh, "What is this?" I was like, "I don't know. Somebody <laughs> broke into my account." And Somebody broke into my. <laughs> do you do you remember your AOL name? Um, yes, I do. What was it? What was it? My AOL screen name was Afghan Bob. Because because I was an Afghan Wigs fan, but I used to get emails from people from Afghanistan saying like I'm from Afghanistan too. <laughs> like we should hang out. Nice. 
We should plot the overthrow of the yes. U.S. government. I'm pretty sure I was being recruited by Al-Qaeda in like <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> hey, uh, it says here that you're a Mets fan, so you must go to New York a lot. Do you want to help us blow up the World Trade Center? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I like the band Afghan. Yeah. Now I have to explain, like, I like the band, the Afghan wigs. And the next thing would be, I never heard of them. I know you didn't. So, but yeah, <laughs> Afghan Bob. That's what about you guys? I was Tobias 466. Yeah? You, you've always been Tobias? I've always been Tobias. That goes back to D&D days. Yeah. It was my, yeah, that was the my main D&D. And so when I went to the computer world. And then I had a, a Macintosh Performa 466. So I was like, you know, I so I put in the Tavias and everybody had numbers. So I was like, Tavias 460. I'm surprised that wasn't 1701. We did that one night in the Star Trek chat room. You could put like your display name, whatever you wanted it to be. And so this asshole was in the room talking and we wanted wanted him to go away. So we all started changing our names to 1701D. <laughs> variations of it because of the font so it would be like 1701 D or L 701 <laughs> and then there would be you know capital uh, capital I yeah 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 we know you and so we were all talking to each other. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. So Come on, man. Hey, if this, listen, if this, if, if this was the Oscars, they would have turned the music oh, on. Or play the music. <laughs> I, know, I know they're playing the music, but I just got to say that uh, 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 one spelled <laughs> circle. Umlaut. Yeah, what about you, Anton? What was your screen name? Did you have a name? Uh, it was so lame. It was uh, Druid133T. That's not, ter- that's not terrible. That's pretty good. What about you, Drew- Manny? Uh, mine was... Uh, uh, Hot uh, Dude 69. <laughs> no, it's worse. Mine was uh, Freak Daddy. <laughs> nice. With some numbers in them. 69. I think I traded ticks with you back in the... <laughs> Freak, freak Daddy 42069. <laughs> we had a kid when we first got internet uh, when I was in the Navy. Uh, we had to, we were just using email for like early days of email to get part support. And this kid, our official email was too slow. So she used this new thing called Hotmail. Oh. And, you know, which I'd signed up for too, but I was like, you know, Ben McCormick at Hotmail or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was early enough I could get my name. She got. Hello Kitty 69 or something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's what she was doing official correspondence back, you know, to America with. And so we get this official memorandum from the commander. Do not use your personal addresses. Someone named Hello Kitty <laughs> has been exchanging information. This is not a secure means of communication. That's funny that she knew that, but Hillary Clinton didn't. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the 90s. It was the Wild West of internet. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. But very slow. Very slow. Very uh, slow. Very Wild Westy. Very molesty. Yeah, very yeah. creepy. Yeah, man. I got hit up by a dude one time. and like You got just, catfished before it was known as anything? <laughs> no, no. Like, like this dude started talking to me on AOL and was like, this was back when I lived in, in, in Omaha, and he's like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 
16. Yeah, I don't want to know that voice. 16. You know, and, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm in Iowa. It's like basically right across the river. And he's like, so uh, you like girls? Yeah, I like girls. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are just hanging out, you know, and uh, maybe she can, like, watch me blow you. That'd be cool. I was like, uh, I didn't know how to react. I was like, I'm okay, mister. Goodbye. <laughs> No thanks, I'm good. I'm okay, mister. <laughs> it, it's all good. Hey, if I can well, bolt I, it up. I was a <laughs> scared, 18 year old uh, girl named, I think, uh, Jennifer for a while. Nice. And I would go into the lesbian chat rooms and yeah. offer to trade pictures. They were probably all dudes, though. That you were yeah, it was. <laughs> They're all Ben's. Easiest way to get... Uh, you know, pictures of naked chicks. And so if anybody asked me for what my stats were or my measurements, yeah, he tells you stats, I, I'd, I'd grab that month's Playboy and look at the center phone and be like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, 38. <laughs> oh, she's. And yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah. But you were really just talking about I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure all the internet chat rooms, AOL chat rooms, were all just dudes talking to dudes that just were in denial that they were masturbating, talking to other dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as they said they were chicks, it was yeah. okay. You're a chick, right? Yeah, my, my screen name's Becky. Close enough for me, man. Arms <laughs> <laughs> a chick. Cyber? <laughs> oh my God, Cyber! <laughs> Holy fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> hey, let's Cyber. Uh, hold on, I'm typing with one hand. <laughs> Please, that I can get like 120 words a minute that way. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Dot dot dot. Oh man, God, those were the good old days of being in it. <laughs> good old days. <laughs> it was because you really work hard for it. No, yeah, days are just. It's there. It's, it's right there in your face nowadays. You know, whatever your flavor, it's there. These kids oh. don't understand how it used to be, man. Like you would, yeah. and you know, you would end up masturbating, talking to a guy who lived in Iowa who said he was a girl from California. Yeah. Fuck. And like you just had to believe it. You know. Yep. It was the big lie in effect. You had to get off any way you could. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of uh, getting off any way you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Quark realizes that there's oh, yeah. five glasses, and he goes, "There's five glasses here." And Picard shows up and goes, "There are four glasses." <laughs> <laughs> were we expecting guests? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I guess well, the dude did show up, right? The the crazy yeah. guy with the metal yeah. hair. Is uh, he's got like a flip flop laser gun? It looks, it literally looks like he's on, uh, like one of those old school flip flops at him, and he's like, like, "Like, sir, why are you holding your shower sheet?" <laughs> right. Because and he's like, uh, zap! Are you gonna, zap. Are you gonna fling bacteria? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? And uh, you know, he's like, I'm gonna rob him. Uh, he wants to rob the two twins. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to rob the two twins, the twins are like, uh, they kind of accuse Quark of uh, of bamboozling them. Mm-hmm. Which I can't. So, I mean, that's just not. I mean, yeah. Quark's it's a not, fellow. That's not something he would do, man. Not cool. Uh, so, uh, so Quark is like, uh, me, you know, uh, I don't have any idea what's going on. And, uh, the dude, they basically get into like a little, a little scuffle. One of the twins throws a, a, a table and, uh, yeah, I don't know why you're going to throw a table when somebody's got a gun. Like, I don't yeah. know, like 
I've never even heard bring a table to a gunfight. Like that's never even been like, <laughs> bring a table to a gunfight because it always works, Bob. Like it you know, if you, nobody lives to tell about it. If you bring a knife, I'll bring a gun. If you bring a gun, I'll bring a table. <laughs> if he brings a table, I'm gonna bring chairs, and we're gonna sit down, and we're gonna have a nice <laughs> meal together, and we're gonna work this out. That's what's gonna happen. And then we're gonna leave, and we're gonna be friendly with each other. <laughs> and we will make a new friend today. As opposed to murder. Okay, great. I'm done with that. But murder is what was on the menu. Yeah, and, and one of the twins got blasted. Yeah, dude, he got blasted right after homeboy threw a table. Yeah, that's why you don't throw tables at guys with a gun. He's like, why are you throwing a table at me? What's wrong? Now I'm going to shoot. You get shot. So, uh, so then Odo, who is one of the glass that falls on the floor and breaks, and turns into Odo. And Odo, uh, he jumps up. He grabs dude from around the throat. Uh, the guy like, but the, okay, now we've talked about this in the past about Odo shapeshifting. Like, doesn't he have to be something that's similar in, in mass? No, that's that was something I brought up that was always a problem for us back in the day. Is that he should be, but he's not because Rom had no problem carrying that tray of dishes. Like when he turned into the rat, he should have been a very hot, heavy rat. With this, he should be a hot. That heavy sounds like a gay thing. <laughs> hot and heavy rat. But yeah, because you think he would have to take something as the same mass as him. Like what happens right. to the rest of his of his body mass? Like he's just a glass now. Like how how does he go from being like a five foot eleven, hundred and eighty pound guy to a two ounce glass? I. I don't. He know. never explained it, but that's what apparently happens. His ma- maybe his mass goes to another dimension, like the Hulk or something. That'd be cool. I, or the thing. Ding ding ding. <laughs> like his mass, the rest of his mass is just walking off into the sunset slowly. <laughs> so yeah, I don't understand that part of it. That doesn't make sense. Never has. It would be cool if he was 180 pound glass, and then Rom tried to lift up the. He's like, "Holy smokes!" That's a heavy ass glass. So he's, you know, he's coming in there like lugging this tray and like, oh, and that's how Quark knew because Quark's like, "That glass is mysteriously heavy." <laughs> I don't think we're. Are we carrying pennies around in these jars? <laughs> like, what's happening? I, you know, he leans over to Rom. I think it might be Odo. <laughs> I will say this about Rom, um, because the, to speed up the scene, people get shot. People show up. Uh, they arrest the guy. Yeah, they arrest the guy who gets shot. They bring the other guy there, and then like there's a meeting with all the dudes in Cisco's office. I guess, uh, right? uh, Odo's office. Yeah, in Odo's office, and then uh, Odo, and then uh, your boy Quark is like, "Well, I didn't know that was stolen, and I didn't know any of this was going to happen." And then Rom leans into him and says something like, "My brother would." never planned this kind of robbery yeah. and it's like that would have gotten you killed instantly like why would you say that like i don't understand how 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 quark is able to keep rom around with him being such a buffoon it's his brother like he's got to whack him though i mean you gotta it's, whack it's him. his fredo gotta whack him i mean fredo got whacked i mean it's funny. he's gonna have to do it eventually like if you recall the, the episode of the nagus uh half his buffoonery is like actually trying to get quark screwed like he's playing the fool, but at the same time he's playing court. Um, and he kind of shows that in the last episode of the, like plotting to kill him. 
So, like, you got to wonder every time Rom does something stupid, is he actually stupid or is he just trying to get Quark killed? Or is it, or is it by design? Well, then yeah. why not? Then that gives Quark more of a we- reason to stick him on a boat with a guy in the yeah. lake and shoot him. They're for real fish. They, they respect yeah. that kind of thing. Like, culturally, that's their thing. Like, he, he actually bought Rom a drink when he found out Rom was the one who was yeah, but you, killed. Yeah, but you say that, but then at the same time, when they leave Odo's office, the cork is in his ass. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get me and so you're trying to fuck me. And then he should bury him in the uh, concrete shoes. <laughs> Shoot him out the space dock. <laughs> Put him in an airlock. What happened to, what happened to sleep with the space fishes? What happened to Rom? Who? Who's Who that? Rom? Who? Your brother. I ain't got no brother. I ain't got no brother. Well, brother. <laughs> and there was a guy that used to work here. You must have me confused with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, Nagus? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. relative enough. Yeah, it's too close. No, that whole no, thing no, was no. too close. That whole was close. I still yeah. say we should have just beeped it the whole the entire episode. Now, then that would make it worse, I think. Exactly. And NAACP would be boycott. Like we'd, oh, our downloads would go through yeah. the roof from all the Trump supporters that would love us. Space Jesse Jackson would get mad. <laughs> Space Jesse Jackson. He's going to tell you, come over and apologize. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. But I mean, to be fair, we didn't write the episode. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, if, I'm racist any, if anyone should be apologizing. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, so yeah, yeah, so you got this dude, and then uh, they leave, and then this guy is all a uh, criminal. He's an arch criminal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's he's hanging out in the uh, in the cells, and uh, Odo's in there, and Cisco's in there, and they're kind of they're kind of interviewing him, trying to figure out what he's all about. And uh, he starts laying this stuff on uh, Odo about how there's uh, there's other changelings. What up, changeling? And um, <laughs> he shows Odo this pendant uh, that contains a, a miniature uh, changeling. Man, uh, he got that shit at Claire's, son. He got that in a promenade. <laughs> it's a kiosk. He yeah. got that from the space Palestinian trying to sell me shirt. Man. He said, "Oh, cool, man. I'm gonna. I need to pick up something for my space kid. Uh, I'm gonna get a, a space necklace from Space Claire's after I, after I eat a couple free pieces of uh, Japanese food from the <laughs> easy walk at the mall. I'm just gonna keep walking around. They won't know. <laughs> I figured None the wiser that changing. That's why old people do that. They walk around the mall. So that's, that's how they get their dinner because they have. They, it's either that or cat food because they don't have any money. So they walk around the mall and get the free samples, and they fill up on that. Yeah, like oh, you don't true. notice until about the third time through. No, I mean I don't think they care. Like they just. I think their job is just to give away the chicken, and if oh, not, man. and if not, they have to sleep back in the shipping container. <laughs> you go back home. <laughs> You know sell chicken, you'll go home. You can't even give shitty chicken away. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll try sell chicken. It's hard work to sell chicken. Even harder work to give away. <laughs> Why did you turn into Christopher Walken at the end? No way. To give away. This chicken is tough to give away. I can never do a Christopher Walken because I always get confused with my Travolta. Are you doing Travolta? No, Mike, Mike Travolta, who's that? I can't do a Travolta because he gets confused with the who's, who's Mike Travolta? 
my Travolta. Oh, my Travolta. It's like my Sharona, except it's my Travolta. Who the fuck is Mike Travolta? John Travolta's cousin? He's Mike. Travolta. (laughs) It's a lot better. Slightly did a good, slightly did a really bad, good Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, yeah. My Christopher Walken just sounds like Jay Moore doing Christopher Walken because I've heard it so much. My most shameful laugh, though, was when somebody put the uh, picture up. and It was uh, the first one, and it had Mr. Walken. It said, you know, his picture, and then it said Christopher Walken. And then they had the actor from Superman, and it said Christopher not Walken. (laughs) Oh, that was that was cruel. I don't know, man. That's a little. That was that. That was the like I said. That was, but it caught me off guard. Why would you use me for such a devious joke? Terrible. <laughs> My favorite though, the one I want to send out for Christmas cards this year is the the walking round in in Winter Wonderland. Yeah, yeah that's always a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. But anyway, this is the first time we hear the word changeling. Yeah, yeah. The first time that they do the um. Don't go change to try and please me. <laughs> Never let me down before. Mm. I was listening to a song today. So. Mm. Yeah. I don't imagine I need some Dude. hard work. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't see you anymore. Because you are a chair. <laughs> Oh, you're a glass now. <laughs> or a hot, heavy rat. <laughs> or a rat. Why not change into a guy? Mm-hmm. So much easy <laughs> to just do that. <laughs> so right out. I, I believe that's his favorite song, Don't Go Changeling. <laughs> Well, Odo's a big space because Joel fan. <laughs> yeah. He always turns into a, a piano bench in honor of Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always odd when you're there and you're singing along to the piano. <laughs> yeah. But he never listens to doo wop Billy Joel. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't like an 80s Billy Joel. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's amazing. <laughs> Hey, we're uptown girl. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. We only do 80s Billy Joel. We only do 80s Joel, man. <laughs> I don't know. What was it? The uh, girl? <laughs> uptown Girl's a great song. Uh, I like Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl's good. Uh, uh, is uh, uh, still rock and roll to me? Is that 80s Billy Joel or is that nine? Is that 70s oh. Billy Joel? <laughs> Take a look. Because <laughs> I love that song. Everybody's talking about the new sound, honey, but it's still rock and roll to me. Bom, 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 bom. Billy Joel. I mean, I don't mind Billy Joel. Billy Joel's one of those things that like... Yes, yeah, 80s. 80s, nice. I like that It one. was right on, uh, uh, released in 1980. The so cusp. The cusp, the if you will. The cusp of the 80s. And, like, my dad was a huge Billy Joel fan, so like, I got just tired of listening to The Stranger over and over, over and over again. But like I like Billy Joel. Like I have no beef with Billy Joel. Like you know, he looks like Darth Vader now, which is kind of fun because he's yeah. like, like they have pictures of him when he's at the piano and like he <laughs> and he's, he's got the harmonica thing in his mouth and he looks like Vader. he looks like Vader. Awesome. Like it's the best. Oh man, I'll find so it. 
Holy shit. Man. Hey, where are we with this fucking show? So we're talking about changeling necklaces. And time oh, yeah. me changeling. <laughs> but I can't change time. Uh, man. So did it, So you picked up real quick that this guy's just trying to, to scam his way out. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm surprised yeah. that Odo didn't figure it out. Like, he's... I well, mean, Odo did. I mean, he was just like, don't lie to me, bitch. Yeah, but I think it also kind of makes... This episode makes uh, Odo look like a rube. Like, I think, yeah, I agree. You know, because up until this point, Odo has been a very cool cucumber. He's been a very cool character. He's been tough mm. and kind of and kind of rough and tumble and not taking any guff. And in this episode, he's completely different. Like he's just like he he's a little girl who wants to really meet his real dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? looking for daddy's approval. Well, you gotta think though he's been alone in this universe. Yeah. the entire time. I mean, yeah, but still, life. man. I mean, like, you take this dude that's been such an awesome character and then you just ruin him, like, in this, in a matter of seconds. He just melts right into fucking what's-his-face's hands. We found his weak spot, though. We, yeah. you know, this is his weakness, is he wants to know more about where he comes from. He wants to belong. I think on some level, it kind of is a better version of what we got with Data, where we're getting kind of the the humanity or the softer side of Odo, you know, he's, he's our non-human kind of main character, uh, yeah. got running around and now we're getting his kind of what makes him tick where his head is at. And, you know, most of the time he's tough as nails, but he this does, time is like, vulnerable. Yeah. Like Manny said, he wants to know where he belongs. He's vulnerable. And I think that's a really cool, like, uh, like thing for the character. <laughs> <laughs> There it is, Billy Joel and Darth Vader. So there you go. Anyway, it's yeah, the same I, thing. I get what you're saying, um, but I just I think it's too early for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's too early in the because I mean this is the eleventh episode I believe mm-hmm. of DS9, and like I I've known that he's been alone in the universe for ten episodes, and I'm still getting to know the character. I think if you do this episode. In season four, after you see, after you see, but I'm saying after you've seen the character for some time and you've gotten to know him and be in his shoes for a while, then to kind of drop the, well, you know, there's more changelings out there, right? Because even if there's plot coming though, they kind of have to introduce this now. Yeah, yeah, but it seems like they just shock you with this whole, you know, hey, there's a whole colony of you people. It just seems rushed. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Because like we didn't start getting the weird data human episodes until at least like season three, right? Like yeah, yeah. But we also didn't have another race of robot people running around. They kind of want to introduce the the other people who turned into glasses and hot heavy rats and stuff. Relatively, we had Odo. I mean, we had uh, Lore um, pretty early on in first season, wasn't it? Was it first season with Lore? Because the crystalline entity and uh, trying to, he shot Beverly. Well, Beverly and Wesley were on the episode because he was going to kill the boy child. Or the, the boy child. child. Mm. And he took a shot at uh, Beverly and caught her, her, her robe on fire. Oh, she caught a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> ran out of the cargo deck. It's weird because I've seen this, I've watched this, this series that you're talking about all the way through at least like four times, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Was it no, The, the Traveler? Movie? Was it The Traveler? It's, it's no, the no. Data Lore is the 13th episode of the first season of TA. Yeah. 
So yeah, I guess maybe so it's, it's roughly know. the same time we start getting the idea that there may be other androids and some backstory to data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it fits with uh, this changeling. Maybe I'm just bummed out because I really liked Odo as like the tough as nails, like yeah, and he uh, just melts right there, like, like the police officer type, like the the John Wayne and the Western guy, the Clint yeah. Eastwood dude, and all of a sudden he's just like really. Take me there. I'm gonna fall for this hook, line, and sinker because you know it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, like, it's. I, I was bummed out at the naivete of Odo in this episode. Well, you can definitely tell his desperation to. Uh, you expect Data to be dumb. You don't find about his family where he belonged. Because at least Data's a robot. Like he, he's going to be easier manipulated with with emotions. Yeah. Because he desires them. Emotions. He desires them so much. But I mean, like Odo's been yeah. a total BA the whole time. Like he really has been. Like he's been a total badass. Yes. And, and they just kind of neuter him in this episode. And yeah. all because of a necklace. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And the, the stuff in the necklace is is. You know, I've only seen something like this one other time, and it was. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Bashir. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, Bashir's no help in this episode. No. Nobody's really helping. He comes in and pronounces the guy dead, and then he says the uh, the the shape shifty stuff is. I've only seen one other shape shifty stuff like this, and it was you. No. Yeah, um, Brashear's definitely not working hard this episode. Nah, he, he, got a, he got his check and he went home. Yeah, I think he might actually be in rehab at this point because like he just shows up and he looks kind of coked out and he's like, "This guy's fucking dead. Where's his wallet? Is he? Where's I gotta <laughs> gotta find his wallet? There's, there's a, this is all uh, medical evidence. Yeah, this is a uh, space box. I need. <laughs> Good. You only got 20 space bucks? That fucking idiot. <laughs> Who dies with 20 space bucks on him? What the fuck? Where's that, where's that jewel thing he had up his ass? I could sell that. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then, yeah, 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 I've seen that before. Um, you. Yeah, that's you. Uh, can I sell this for cocaine? <laughs> no, <laughs> now that I look at this, um, and I've, I've kind of got a whiff of it, this is actually your shit, Odo. <laughs> Somebody found some of your Odo poop. And uh, put it on a, a net chain. Yeah, they scraped it out of the bottom of your bucket. <laughs> and you, you really got to watch where you poop. I, and voila! I mean, it's bummed. It's bums me out because Odo got catfished. No, I don't think. T- I mean, a little, but I. It, it was, it like was, Odo and Quark, Anton. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Like they're my two favorite characters so yeah. far, and like they just play him out like a chump. Mm-hmm. I made no. me sad. Big fat tears. I know. I had one tear. Just slowly down the face. You know. Now he's back. Now he's back being the guy on Benson who's getting played over and over and over again. But whatever, man. I mean, there was a black guy on Benson, and there's a black guy here. And they're both not the governor. They're both not the super important guy. Yeah. <laughs> And there is that German maid that keeps showing up. Well, who would be the German maid? Who would be the German maid equivalent? That'd be Dax, wouldn't it? Maybe. Uh, she, she keeps Cisco in line. Because Benson is a spinoff of Soap, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Soap was a great show. Way ahead of its time, that Soap. What was Soap? Soap was like a... 
Soap was a 70s comedy show that was kind of... Making fun of soap operas. Making fun of soap operas. And Billy, a young Billy Crystal was on that show as a homosexual, I believe. Was it? Yes, that was the big thing, yeah. Yeah, like this was in like the 70s and Billy Crystal was playing a homosexual. And like it was really, the, the jokes were really ahead of its time too, man. Soap is a really cool show. It was on Comedy Central for a while. Yeah. 1977 to 1981. Yeah, check out check out relation to the uh, the movie. Uh, no, that's I think that's Soap Dish. Oh, okay. And that's with Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. And that's a good movie too. I think Sally Fields in that. Too. How do I know this? <laughs> and and Whoopi Goldberg. I think I'm right about all that. Which yeah, is, I think I knew about it because I really like Whoopi Goldberg. So I try to watch what stuff she's on. That's why I'm Team Iron Man all day because I love Robert Downey Jr. Like he's my team. I get that. He I great. love America, so yeah. Yeah, but he's a Hydra agent, so suck it. No, he's not. Suck it. I don't want to burn the internet. Burn the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't. No, you don't need to burn the internet. We just gotta set Fudgy and his unicycle on fire, and we'll be fine. But how? I mean, how are you gonna get that mad about the first chapter of like a six arc story? Like, right. <laughs> the kilt guy is uh, at some panel this week with his Captain America shirt on, going, "It's not the Captain America that I grew up with. Captain America is not a Nazi." Yeah, it's, I, and, and Hydra's not really a Nazi group. I mean, they're it's a splinter off the Nazi group. Well, no, they were actually going to fight the Nazis. They were just yeah. using the Nazis as pawns. Yeah, they were kind of like uh, like Thrush or um, or Chaos, if you will, mm-hmm. if you were a Get Smart fan. Uh, kind of <clears throat> like those evil kind of world manipulative mm-hmm. groups. Um, yeah, so I didn't really get that. Uh, he's a high. I mean, it's, it's the first chapter. How mad can you be? The, the, the one thing I will say we talked about last week was um, – and Anton, I know you read it, and I read it. Um, uh, Rebirth. Yeah, I bought, Rebirth. I bought that after the episode. Yeah, I bought it after the episode too. I went out and read it, and like, mm-hmm. cool, yes. Um, yeah. But how how much longer can they pick the bones of Alan Moore at DC? Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, he wrote Watchmen in '86, like, and they've done things to separate them as a company from his other stories, like The Killing Joke. You know what I'm saying? But now they're going to kind of rework their whole universe on his mythos. It's kind of weird, right? It, it does seem kind of like they're saying, like, we're going to slap you in the face uh, and and make all of your shit not matter. But at the same time, like, hey, this is uh, – we can use this to fix all of our problems. It's really good story structure. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's basically like saying, you know, piss off, we don't need you. Oh, wait, we really need your ideas, though. Come back. Right. That's why I, I loved it. While everybody was, you know, burning about Hail Hydra, and then you have the, uh, the different memes were going around, and you'd have different people like Batman, I killed my parents, and Spider Man, fuck responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fun. You had uh, Charlie Brown, Hail Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody did Doctor Manhattan sitting alone on Mars. And it was three panels of him just sitting there quietly, and then the fourth panel he goes Hail Hydra. <laughs> And, and it was just one of those things with the rumors and stuff that it was like, that was perfect for this week. That, that summed up the week in comics for me. Yeah, it was very, but it's very strange though. Like I was in tears at the end of uh, Rebirth. It, it's well written. I do, the, the, the dialogue is fantastic. Like Wally, I mean, 
wow, like that whole thing on the street. And oh man, like that got me. I was, uh, I was, I think I was actually typing to Bob as I was finishing it. Yeah, no, like the Wally, yeah, the Wally West stuff was killer. Like I really yeah. liked that. Like when his girlfriend didn't recognize him and all that yeah. stuff. Like that was that was good. When um, shit, when Barry did recognize him, I thought that was awesome. Oh like, that was really that great. That like really yeah. got me hard. Yeah. Well, no, because this is for me. This is basically saying that New Fifty Two didn't matter. Uh, that New Fifty Two is wrong, and I never bonded with New Fifty Two. So for me, this is saying, hey, all the stuff that was wrong with New 52, it was okay because something is wrong with the universe. That's why New 52 yeah. was wrong. And so all the stuff that you grew up with is still valid, and we've got to find a way to fix it, Uncle Barry. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're trying to bring back my comics. And then they but have, all this but stuff but was, Oh, go ahead, Anton. I'm sorry. All the stuff in 52 was, was valid as much as anything else was. Like, New 52 wasn't bad. It was just, you know, it was just something else they were trying, I guess. Or something else they were doing. I don't think they're saying it was like ratted. I just think it was part of the whole fractured thing that is uh, comic book continuity. Mm -hmm. And I, but it's interesting though how like I don't like we lost five years of our lives, and that was the whole thing with New Fifty Two. It was like five years earlier or whatever, like that. So it was kind of a. But again, it's just weird that they're picking the bones of an Alan Moore idea to kind of reboot their whole continuity. And Alan Moore can't. I mean, he doesn't want to work with DC. He hates them. Like it seems like it seems like once a year Alan Moore is going to go on some crazy rant about how he hates DC just because they're going to use one of his ideas to sell books. Yeah. a little bird to come out of his beard. And yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what this feels like too, in some extent, like this almost feels like the before Watchmen stuff mm. all over again, if that makes sense. No, that makes a hundred percent sense. I was actually thinking that myself when we were talking about it on the cast before when, when Ben was saying stuff, I'm like, no, they're not doing that. Like, and I went and started looking crap. Up. I like, love those, if you want yeah. dead space on a podcast, you know, go back to last week's episode when I mentioned <laughs> that to you two. And it's just like both of your faces went to this, what? No. And then to the internet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's an interesting. It's locked in. It's an interesting construct for the story. But at the same time, again, it's like how often can you let that carcass is only going to have so much meat left on it. Yeah, their marrow's gone, man. They're yeah, just they're rubbing bone dust on their face. Yeah, you know, and it's just kind of I don't know, man. It's just weird. I don't know. What did we get with the episode so we don't piss too many people off? Oh, whatever, man. I mean, this is what we do. Um, they can. Okay, so you know, we can take the conversation to another show that could be focused on comics. And I don't know. I don't know if this would fit in our cold check podcast. <laughs> like, I don't think this would work because, like. Um, yeah, I think people would get mad because they want to review the episode of Jack the Ripper, which, you know, the Ripper dies a terribly tragic death. Like you almost feel bad for him. Like, he, I mean, he gets, he gets electrocuted and like bursts into flames. Like that's a tough way to go, man. Ah, but see, that was just that body. The energy that is him, the red Jack, if you will, comes back to form. Yeah. Again, man, that's a tough, that's a tough out. And I would have liked it better if the Ripper guy would have been a bigger actor of the time because, like, when you see him, just like, oh, it's just some guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I wanted that reveal to be more. 
like, one thing that you're going to see as you go through the Kolchak episodes, though. Maybe if it was like Ted Knight or something, because he would have been a big star at the time. Like the Ripper was Ted Knight, or you get all the or Doctor or Doctor Philip Bombay, because Doctor Philip Bombay is in everything. If you don't like, if you don't know anything about old television, he's literally in everything except Kolchak. Except Kolchak, because you used to have guys. I think they just like Ben's talking about the character actors in the seventies that like just hung out at sets and they're like, all right, we need a guy. We like, need a okay. And uh, a broad, yeah, old dame. Bring us Doctor Philip Bombay. <laughs> He's like, hey, what's up? I'm Philip Bombay. I just got <laughs> finished shooting fucking Columbo. Here I am. Yeah. So, ah, actually, I'm Doctor Philip Bombay. There's some fan fiction Columbo and uh, Kolchak crossovers. Really? I would like to read that unless it's homoerotic. It, it's not. It's not very good. I'm still searching through trying to find the good stuff, and I'll forward that on to you. Because a lot of fan fiction, unfortunately, kind of turns into homoeroticism. They get really fucking oh, yeah. weird. Sheer and uh, O'Brien stuff that's out there <laughs> is amazing. Oh, now, is that homoeroticism? Wow. Oh, yeah. Like I would, I would like to read that just to see. Like, I wonder, is there any? Wait, t- wait until you finish the uh, full thing of DS Nine, and uh-huh. then read it, and then you go back to the episodes, and you're just like, oh, I totally see it. No, is there any like D? Is there any TNG like fanfic homo? Uh, there's stuff with uh, Data and Picard. Uh, Ooh, Jordy Picard. There's Ooh. a lot of Jordy Picard. No, 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 Jordy Data. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, because I can that see, makes more sense. I can uh, see Jordy Data, but I can't see Jordy Picard. Yeah. That's why I was yeah. like, hmm, that's. And there's a ton of uh, Deanna and uh, Beverly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, well, that's a given though. Yeah, that's also wishful thinking on the nerds' part. Oh, yeah. I can't watch the episode where they do yoga together because of one of those stories. Was, like now, what do the cam when the camera stop rolling? Do they start undressing each other and like? Suck it on the titties. <laughs> suck it. Suck my tits. <laughs> I remember. It's so weird. This is going to be a kind of a weird tangent, but not really. It's it's right on subject, actually. Uh, I remember when I was younger, and uh, and I mean like younger, younger, like mm-hmm. probably 13, 14. Are you saying hairless younger? Yeah, yeah, hairless mm-hmm. younger. Yeah. Uh, I remember, That's a good I remember somebody who was in Boy Scouts with me. Uh, what? Was explain yeah yeah was explaining to me the concept of porn, and I had never I didn't know what the hell porn was I had no idea because I lived a really sheltered life, uh-huh. and uh, and what they were explaining they were using to explain it to me was they were saying it was like Star Trek, but with people having sex, and I was like you're you're full of shit what are you talking about and I I didn't understand because I knew Star Trek like I really knew what they were talking about. Uh, and the guy showed up with a, uh, like, this was weeks and weeks later because I kept bugging him. I'm like, I don't, I still don't understand. Like, what are you talking about? And he showed up with a magazine, and it, on the cover it said, Troy Bears All. Ooh. And it was, yeah. it was like a, uh, it was like a porn shoot that somebody had done for like a, you know, it was the same type of paper as like Fangoria or something. Fangoria. But it was, it was like uh, everybody was in uh, Trek uniforms. And I was like, they make Star Trek porn? That's so crazy. This is why are all the Star Trek people naked. They do. Let me watch that. Yeah. And that was, that was both when I learned about uh, pornography and fan fiction at the same exact time. Interesting. So for a very long time, I thought fan fiction was porn. So now you're addicted to porn. Yes, and, and that's and, why. And fan fiction. And fan fiction. <laughs> 
Hmm. And there's a little story. There you go. I know you guys feel better for knowing it now. I, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, like it, it's weird how people come across this stuff. Uh, and I've never really read a lot of fan fiction, but if you're telling me there's like gay Picard, I don't see Picard and Data though. Like I don't see that. Uh, there's a lot of Picard Riker. I don't I see, see that. that. I don't see that. Like the, the, I, the Picard Data stuff is because of the uh, Shakespeare thing to help him get more into character, to actually, to feel the part. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the rehearsal. It's not that part. Deeper. <laughs> see, if, see, I think this is just me as a, as a retrospective viewer of TNG. Uh-huh. As a writer. And as I guess, yeah, I'm not going to throw that in here with this analysis. Cause I don't <laughs> want that floating around on the internet, that this is what I do in my spare time is, Plot TNG homoeroticism, but I see Picard more as a as an omnipotent kind of being, like watching all of this, not participating because he, what if he's the always a voyeur. He always separated himself from the rest of the crew. Like even mm. even at the end of the series, where he's like, "I should have done this more often." Like well, now- he, I always kind of looked at him as more of like there's a separation between, so everybody else could be doing that kind of stuff, but Picard is just kind of watching, yeah. almost mm. like yes, like he- like Tom Berenger and Sliver. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh man, I jerked off so many times in that movie. That would be great. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of, of Picard uh, Beverly stuff. That's what um, um, Baldwin brother, right? Yeah, yeah. I can see that one makes sense because there's a history there. Yeah, and then um, there's Picard and the Mary Sue of the week, where you you know you bring in, oh, she's the new X Y Z officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an, actually an episode that's kind of like that. So it, it fit with that whole thing. I would love it if, like, yeah, if, like, the lower decks was all uh, just hardcore sex. It's <laughs> random hookups. Yeah, it's just, see, the first stuff just I like ever, Caligula. The first of the stuff that I ever found was back in the, uh, Jesus, in the 80s. With, you know, back when it was, you know, everything was typewritten and Xeroxed or whatever. <laughs> and you'd get these. Uh, when it was a really, when it was a really tough job to be a weirdo. Like, now <laughs> Easy. You had to work at it. Yeah, like now you just get a Tumblr page and you're like, hey, look at all this homoerotic stuff that I made. But the Kirk Spock stuff was the big thing back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can you see. know, that that was – and you'd get the occasional McCoy Spock thing, which was just – Nah. Right. Yeah. But the Kirk Spock stuff. And then fucking Roddenberry feeds into it in uh, the novelization <laughs> of the motion picture when he has Spock refer to – or refer to uh, Kirk as his Tahila. What's that mean? It's this Vulcan word that can either be uh, lover my, or my brother. bitch. It's yeah, this word that transcends friendship, you know, mm. or something. See, but when you say lover and brother, that's incestual. <laughs> so that kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing is, it can be, I feel it can uncomfortable. Be brother, or it can be. It's just a. Uh, that's, that's Roddenberry's vision, man. Like he was into incest. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> Like you were fucking your family, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a future spout, man. In twenty third century, we figure out closer kin, deeper in. That's the way you do it, man. Closer <laughs> kin, deeper in. West Virginia figured out this. West Virginia is the embodiment of the United Federation of Planets. Embodiment. You <laughs> know, that embodiment is your sister or cousin. <laughs> This is, body, man. this is the next panel that we're doing, Ben. <laughs> Make America. I'm going to do it in his voice right here. 
<laughs> what, what a lot of you nerds don't figure out is that if your cousin is hot, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, if she looks like a Ferengi bitch, then you just you don't touch that. Or you just flip her over, man, you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to see none of that. That, that, ain't, that ain't right. Now, granted, them teeth do look like something from Virginia. <laughs> That's why you got to wait for them to fall out before you do the other stuff. I like that. Uh, that should be our next panel, like incest and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to talk about uh, uh, families having sex. <laughs> A lot of people don't know Troy and Picard, third cousins. Riker, first cousin. <laughs> Imzadi means cousin in the Beta Z ancient language. Well, that's why, I mean, that's also the reason why they had to go so far out into space because they were all related. <laughs> Waxana <laughs> was chasing Picard and, and Riker around because Riker was her nephew. <laughs> Picard was her cousin. Nobody that's wanted to do anything with Data except Tasha because she's half robot on her mama's side. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't talk about that at family reunions. You you don't you don't say, yeah, my, my daddy was half robot. I'm half robot. <laughs> no, no, robot the robots. <laughs> you know, sometimes I come to Virginia, I forget how to talk. One of them androids, man. <laughs> she just thought his name was Andy Royd. Android. <laughs> She still took it. She took it like a champ. That's, that's what West Virginia women do. Walk side, I had her second child sideways. Didn't even scream or nothing. <laughs> the funny part is, like, I find, I find this is more true in Kentucky than West Virginia. Being someone who's lived in Kentucky and, and like, I've spent time in West Virginia, I like West Virginia more. Like, I think Kentucky is the shithole of – it's um, some weird looking motherfuckers in there. You know, I, I got my old Kentucky home, and then I got country roads taking me home to West Virginia. And if I have to pick, uh, it's gonna be a country road taking me home. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right. You, you you miss your family when you're away from home. <laughs> you miss them a lot, man. You catch my drift. Get <laughs> <laughs> some dirty panties, and you take care of some. <laughs> You really miss him, man. So, um, so how does this how does this thing uh, kind of wrap itself up here? Like, well, well, we get the uh, we get the the crazy dude with the the metal hair. He takes uh he takes the pendant and Odo. He's like, Odo. dude, you got to get me back to my planet. We're playing a show for some record executives tonight, man. This could be our big <laughs> man. Our space metal band's gonna finally make it. And if I'm not there for the gig, man, it's just going to – I mean, I'm the bass player of our space. Man. They can't get a new bass player. This is I'm the, the most important person in the band, man. I'm the backbone, man. I'm the rhythm section. <laughs> I get the it's women wet. <laughs> I mean, I know it's just a wedding we're playing, but I, I heard there's going to be a record executive there, man, and he's going to get us a deal. And then there's going to be a changeling there. He's going to be like a waiter, but then he might be like a glass. I'm not sure. <laughs> he might be your cousin. He could be a chair. <laughs> like uh, There's going to be lots of chairs there, man. One of them might be one of your kids. The odds are in your favor. <laughs> one of these chairs is your cousin. You can make out. Going to be lots of chairs and glasses, man, because that's what you like to turn into, right? Chairs and glasses. That's- I even heard there's some paintings. <laughs> I mean, it's a wedding. It's a wedding. It's real classy. 
So just go up to all the paintings and go, uh, is that you, Steve? <laughs> go to the kitchen, look out for them hot, heavy rats. There's plenty of them. Cause, you know, you, you let the Mexicans and the Filipinos run the kitchen, that's what's going to happen. Oh, can this be the episode? Just yep. keep doing it. It brings me joy. <laughs> oh. Don't bring me as much joy as my sister did that time in the barn. <laughs> proud on that, but I'm telling you, West Virginia, this is acceptable. <laughs> I like how I've got the least hillbilly voice for West Virginia. <laughs> 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 the thing is, it works, though, man. You're doing it. That's yeah. fantastic. So, yeah, so he tries to get Odo to take him to uh, – or Odo's going to extradite him to his planet. Yeah, he's got warrants. Yeah. And basically, uh, he, Odo – when Odo and him get into the runabout, he's like, uh, hey, man, don't take me to my planet. Take me to this little uh, this little planetoid thing. Yeah. Uh, I got something to show you. And so Odo's like, all right, which is really showing. Well, it's because the the other dudes, the the twin. The, the, the Milanors or whatever. Yeah, he's right. going to chase him down and shoot him. So they're like, oh, shit. Hey, you know that planet you said you wasn't going to take me to? You got to take me there now. <laughs> so they go there, and there's like a, there's like a, a pod, and the pod opens up. Um, and it's the uh, it's this little girl, and you find out the metalhead dude has got a daughter. Yeah, and, and uh, his story but, is true. Yeah, the story is true. Like basically, he's got uh, he's got warrants. They killed his wives uh, and his family and stuff. They publicly executed him because you know he's on the lamb, and I guess all he was able to save was his daughter and put her in this dude, tube thing. Yeah, because he didn't agree with his state. Now, really quick, I mean, it's this a- episode ain't the best, but. The writing in this small scene where they're in the runabout and they're, he's talking to Odo about how he slowly killed all those men who killed oh, his God wife. Damn. That was pretty that good was fucking intense. writing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of the best part of the episode. The knife me. made the same sound when I cut their throats that it made when I cut the, the farm out. Foul. Yeah. yeah. He was foul. Like, yeah. I got no gun, man. I only had a, a knife to cut foul throats. Yeah, for like for Star Trek, that was very graphic. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah, is the yeah. dark and gritty Star Trek. Yeah, which isn't real Trek, man. It's not. It's just not. Once it got dark and gritty, it, it became. So, it, it hasn't been real Trek since fourth season. Yeah, it hasn't been real. Yeah, since Roddenberry died. Gene Roddenberry would never have written something that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> got my kilts in a flutter again. I'm gonna get you, Bobby. <laughs> my kilts in a flutter. Kilts in a flutter. <laughs> Ooh. So uh, it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right. He's gonna find me and kill me. Like I won't be in traffic, and then I'm just gonna have this car slide in front of me and kill me. And so the remaining twin, he fires on the planetoid, and it drops a drops a whole bunch of rocks everywhere. Odo gets his ass knocked out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and dude could escape with his daughter, but like he does the he does the right thing. He like he like rescues Odo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he helped him with his kid. So and so uh, so they get out of there. They fly into like the space cloud, and Which is uh, very pretty. Yeah, I like it. Like it's the Prince Nebula. Yeah, purple. I actually screen captured it because I'm going to use some of the colors from it for a design I want to get done for work. Because um, I thought it worked really well. I liked it a lot. Uh, 
So they fly into the space cloud, and the, the twin dude flies into the space cloud, starts zapping, and Odo moves the ship, and mm-hmm. the space cloud starts exploding, and they're like, oh, they must have blown up everybody in the space cloud. And then uh, the dude's asking Odo to take care of his kid, and Odo looks like he's thinking about it, and then some Vulcans show up. And they're like, uh, hey, we saw some explosions and shit. Do you guys need any help? And Odo's like, now I don't have to raise this kid. Take this dude and his daughter. And <laughs> I don't want no damn kids. <laughs> Which is cool because it's the exact opposite of the wharf angle with Jeremy. Right. He's like, I will take Jeremy and we will never see him again. <laughs> but now it's not a big deal because like, it's just like, I don't want this kid, man. Come on. I just met you. Like, I don't know you all that well. You're kind of a murderer. So. Yeah, like, you know, and you were really poetic about murder, so that makes it even kind of creepier, you know? You like killing people. It's, it's, it's one thing to kill, but, like, to be so, like, clear-headed and, like, profound and and and, and flowery about it. And nonchalant. Yeah. I really enjoy killing folk. After I figured out mm-hmm. it was like killing ducks, it was so much easier to kill the people. You know, same flesh. I got the cows to be quiet, then the lambs were quiet too. Hey, man, you're a changeling. Do you think you can change into a duck? <laughs> I ain't killed a duck in 20 years. I'm feeling real stabby. <laughs> 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 and then uh and then he tells Odo he can keep the necklace because it's his cousin. And that wraps it up pretty nice. So my cousin. Ne- the necklace is Odo's cousin? That's what he tells him. Yeah, they met the family reunion. Like, hey cool. What up, cuz? Now so Odo's cousin is a necklace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and well it's that's it explains why he likes to turn into chairs because his 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 third cousin was a chair, and his twice removed. His <laughs> auntie was a wall painting. So why doesn't he turn back into an Odo? <laughs> yeah, an Odo. It, maybe it's a baby. <laughs> like I'm just, I mean, like maybe why maybe would it be a baby? It could be a uh, like a part of one. Like when did you see the part when Odo got uh, was the glass and he broke? Yes. And there was little pieces of Odo. Was Odo pieces, and he did like. Uh, but wouldn't those Odo pieces come back into? One big piece, yeah. They, but if uh, one of those pieces got separated and couldn't come back into those pieces, then it would it would possibly change into other pieces of things. No, that's stupid. Like, how is the guy a fucking necklace man? Like, they just what a guy. Okay, it's called okay. a cousin because it was the same material. But it's what still if it's just in like a deep meditative state, or he's like in a coma. So he's just stuck as a necklace until he comes well, out. No, but it's it's tiny. It's too little. Or maybe maybe it's an animal version of the change. But isn't this guy kind of a dick though? Because Odo's going to sit there and talk to him and go, "All I want to do is have a family and know where I come from." And this guy's going to be like, "Fuck you! I'm a necklace. I like being a necklace. Like I'm not going to help you out. Like you're yeah. you're an asshole. Like you just." Well, and, but- That'll teach Odo everything he needs to know about family. You, 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 just like, folk. you just like to change into chairs to smell people's butts, you weird. <laughs> You're some kind of sick person. Well, that's the kind of best thing about back. family. <laughs> when you can get them to sit on your face. I mean, that, sometimes I go hide in a haystack. Just lay there all day till somebody. Now, one time the horse sat on me, and that was disturbing. But other than that, you know, you can always wait on a cousin or a sister or your mama to come, and they'd sit on the haystack. <laughs> 
just, just inhaling that, that hay like perfume of your mama's ass. <laughs> Maybe oh, Odo, Odo likes that. I just think this, this episode makes Odo look like a stupid idiot. <laughs> Make a blue land girl. <laughs> some kind of stupid rube. Hey, yeah, this necklace is your cousin or some shit. I don't know, man. Like, whatever. Like, just fucking take it. Like, it's. Like, do you see, I mean, like, do you realize how stupid that sounds? Like, it's just asinine, like, this is your cousin. Like, motherfucker, you don't know me. Like, you, like, you, don't, you don't know about my life? Like, just because, I mean, what? The fuck are you talking Well, it's shape-changing. It's like how we always assume if you meet somebody from Canada, you're like, oh, I know another person from Canada. Do you know each other? <laughs> Yeah, but at least, but at least, think you're talking about like actual humanoids. This is a, uh, uh, this is an accessory. Like you're telling me, like Odo accessory. Like what the fuck? It's shape shifty. He's shape shifty. Do y'all know each other? They gotta be related. My cousin met a white guy, and you're a white guy. Do y'all do y'all know each yeah, other? But Odo's not a necklace. Like Odo's a but he could like be a humanoid. <laughs> he was a chair twenty minutes ago. But why won't this guy just turn back into a human being or a humanoid? Like he just likes being a necklace. Three nights a month, he turns into Dax's. You know, <laughs> so it, you just got to go with it. It's you know. He he spent a month as a refrigerator magnet just to see what the fuck it was all about. <laughs> so maybe he's like trying to find himself or whatever. Like this yeah. is this is like an existential journey. Now, like does this? Because I've never seen DS Nine. Does this necklace make an appearance later on? And there's this it. Like you see his cousin. That's that. This is the Jeremy Astor of necklaces. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I lost yeah. it. I, I was swimming in a pool <laughs> and it fell off, and then I lost it. Lost forever. Now, you know, if, I, now I if he loses that necklace, is that like is that like murder? Like, is if it gets broken? If, if you took the kids to the park and you let them fall into the gorilla enclosure, is that murder or is that just negligence? I, uh, very good question. That poor monkey. Shot so shot I'm just it. I'm just saying. So if <laughs> the necklace is it murder? Is it negligence? It's just negligence. Okay. And then somebody shoots O'Brien. Because uh, well, he couldn't tranquilize O'Brien because he's so angry. <laughs> he's Irish. He's got a natural immunity to tranquilizers. I just don't. I don't know, man. Like it's just. It just made Odo look like a real schmo. I don't uh, see. I'm looking at it with a, a different lens, I guess, because I have seen all of DS9. Dude, it's some fucking metal band guy gives him a necklace and like, oh yeah, this is your cousin, and Odo's like, cool. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> this is the first time, though he's he's. Magus, please. <laughs> this is the first time he's found anything that's remotely like him. But it's a fucking necklace, man. Odo's a dude. It's, like, still, it's it's something that can sh- change shapes like he does. It's it's of the same material as he is. If you went to a world where everybody where everybody was silicon based, and then somebody brought like a a, a carbon based gerbil, it may as well be. <laughs> Show him on my ass. We would be one forever. <laughs> well, that, that's what you do with cousins. It's going to be my little friend. I just... I don't know. Do, you, do you shove the gerbil in your ass or do you shove the gerbil up your ass? It's going to We're back to the beginning. That's, you know what that is? That's recall. Thank you. All right. Full so, circle. Oro Boros. <laughs> this have, I, I, 
stupid. Like it's just stupid. Like it's just dumb. I'm gonna give this episode a three. Oh Jesus! It's, it's stupid. I mean, he gives him a fucking necklace. I mean, come. I mean, come on. Uh, on a DS9 scale, I, I gave this like, you know, six DSs. <laughs> it's a DS6. All right. What about you, uh, Anton? I think it was like five. Yeah. And Manny is also. Yeah, it just yeah, it just feels like it's just an episode. There's just, nothing. Yeah, I, I and, and you're right. It's a little annoying that um that he kind of just melts for this dude. Yeah, and then like he gives him, like an, it's very much like say anything where Lloyd Dobler gets a pen. Like here's a pen. You know, yeah, I just think yeah. it's stupid like yeah. it's sentimental for the like if you take the necklace out it's not that bad but the fact that he gives him this fucking necklace like is a keep that's stu- it's just it's just it's just it's sentimentality for the purpose of sentimentality like yeah i i, I feel like it, you know obviously it's an other episode but i also feel like it didn't connect you know as in, in an emotional level yeah, i mean i know at all not at all the only thing that connected like i said with me anyways was that guy talking about slitting throats. <laughs> That's because you're a psychopath. <laughs> it's a very, very mom like moment, you know. Like, some good ideas about what to do next time you get a hooker drunk. I'm just saying, you know, it's, got, it's a plan. I don't want to pay you, so I'm gonna murder you. I know when my <laughs> cousin was was a hooker. It's like I'm not gonna pay for it. And you're a cousin. You're my kin. It's my birthday present. <laughs> kin don't pay. It's just how it is. Can get the discount. I'm just saying, like, I agree with Manny. Like, they're going for a sentimental... They're trying to take you on a sentimental journey, and it misses. Sentimental journey. Yep. Turn your friends into a necklace. I do. <laughs> hey, it's your uh, cousin or some shit. I don't know. Well, can he turn into me? Nah, nah he's just going to stay nah. a necklace. I don't know what the he, fuck. He turns into the little micro dildo. It's that. That's it. Stupid. Wang Wang. Be in dildo form. <laughs> oh, this episode of Dork Trek was awesome, by the way. Yeah, I agree. Man, yeah. you were just a master of like a thousand voices. I wish. You're like the podcast's uh, Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. Like, you just do them all, man. And clearly you've figured out right off the bat. Good old-fashioned incest. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, ain't nothing incestuous about it. It's just you, you go for a cut. Hey, man. Hey, that's Roddenberry's vision. <laughs> Roddenberry's vision for the 24th century. I mean, you know, if if there's a word that means family and lover, that's a little, <laughs> a little, a little too close. Because then you got to ask, like, well, what, which one am I? Am I family or lover? Like, yeah. I'm a brother yeah. lover. <laughs> <laughs> well, which one is it? Yeah. It's West Virginia. That's what it is. <laughs> Mr. Roddenberry's driving through, and he, he broke down on 95 and got on the bus in the wrong direction, ended up in Shepherdstown, and found out what them shepherds did on the cold nights. <laughs> and a stranger. Not with sheep. Uh, so there you go, everybody. Uh, so that's the episode. I hope everyone had a fun time listening to it. Uh, we had fun recording it. And, uh, yes, that's that. Goodbye. Goodbye.